welcome back to Chosen, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel Watch Through podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. My name is Mel B, and I am joined by my enigmatic Slayer, the lovely Marissa. Hi, Mel. <laughs> enigmatic, huh? I was... Yeah, Look I just threw in a word. I figure it probably fits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the dog barking downstairs. Yeah, are you still babysitting the dog, are you? Uh, babysitting the dog again. Oh, okay. She it's was gone for back. a little while. She's <laughs> circled back around. <laughs> oh, is she, she? I'm sure you showed me photos. She's pretty cute, isn't she? She is. She's very fluffy this time. She was uh, shaven last time, but she's very fluffy again. <laughs> I mean, think about shaving Zara for summer. Oh, boy. She's excited about that. Yeah, well, I just got a weird look from her as soon as I said it. <laughs> She's like, uh, excuse you. No, you're not. <laughs> um, my friends and I have been looking at chow chows lately. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, um, I think they're Chinese breed. They're like these fluffy dogs, but they now yeah. breed them. Google chow chow pandas. Oh, no. Or panda chow chows. They breed them to look like that. Everybody oh, listening, man. Google this. You won't be disappointed. You got it up? Oh, no. Why? <laughs> Why is this a thing? A lady oh, at no. my work, she's like, I want a chow chow. Specifically, I want a panda chow chow. Oh, no. That's, that's unfortunate. But so adorable. I mean, yes, but also kind of unfortunate. Can you just imagine, though, having one of those and having kids, and you've mm-hmm. got, like, the kid's bedroom with all their stuffed toys, and the chow chow would just go and hide. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I am a toy. You can't see me. <laughs> some, some John Cena, you can't see me motion. Exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, we have digressed so far. It's okay. It's only been a couple of minutes. <laughs> yep. I don't think there's any chow chows in Buffy. Mm, well, you would know better than I would. Well, there certainly wasn't any in this episode, is what I'm saying. I mean, that's true. But there was a hell god. Yeah, there there certainly was. Um, so this is the obligatory Happy Birthday Buffy episode? Of course, because we got to have that every year. Um, it actually falls around the same episode. It's either 12, 13, or 14. Really? Every time. Hmm. Yep. Well, we did have the... Um, Buffy was pretty sure that her mom was going to, going to want to gather and make with the Mary. Yes. And Willow thought it was a great idea. Buffy, not so much. Don't we all want to gather and make with the Mary? I mean, at least once a year. Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> that, is the, that is the point of Christmas. <laughs> Making with the Mary and all that nonsense. Yeah. Um, um, they, did, they did mention fake candles, which apparently freaked out both Tara and Willow when they were children. <laughs> the ones my that family I never... Yeah, my family never pulled that on me, so I never had to deal with that. Yeah, neither did mine, but I'd seen it pulled on other people. I've seen children that figure it out and then to, or they can't quite figure out what's going on, so they just spit on the candles to make them go out. Oh. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Um, there's this Funniest Time video from years ago in Australia, and there's mm-hmm. this lady, I think she's 80, and she has a giant cake and they put 80 whatever candles on it. That was a terrible decision. No, no, this lady's got life figured out. Do you know what she does? What? Pulls out a battery-operated hand dryer. 
hair dryer, awesome. sorry, not hand dryer. <laughs> and she's yeah. great. Yep, and she just got them all out. <laughs> she's like, just like, well, that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna waste her lung power. Yep, that's funny. But yep, twentieth birthday though. Buffy's growing up. Yeah, she's getting old. She can drink next year. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that's going to work out for her. <laughs> um, Anya said a saying that wasn't really a saying, and I don't remember what it was. But she yeah, does I that sometimes. Either. I was just looking at your notes, and I'm like, um. Yeah. But um, Anya is trying. Let's yes. all. So I did this motivational um, communication training, Uh-oh. and the thing is you need to do affirmations. So mm-hmm. I'd like to affirm that, like, Anya is trying. She is trying to be human, and she's doing a good job. Like, apart from being literal all the time and making incorrect <laughs> statements, she's doing a pretty good job. She has a she has a job. Mm-hmm. She has a stable relationship. Yeah. So let's all appreciate Anya for a second. Okay, I'm done. Okay, over. over. Um, so we find out that Glory is um, a hell god, because apparently those exist. Yep. Um, Giles is making tea. So Xander um, has one of the best... He always has the best lines. Let's just appreciate him for a second, because he said, a crazy hell god? Well, the fun just keeps on leaving. Yep. He has some witty lines. I think Xander is grossly underappreciated. So far, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, especially, like, in season two and three, he was a Mm -hmm. bit seedy. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, season four, he really came good. Yeah. Um, and even the council was like, and this guy. Mm. And she was like, he's done more than all of you guys, so lay off. Yeah, shut up. He's got more field time than any of you. Yep. Yeah, so they um, are talking about Glory and how she sucks brains. Mm. And that's why there's so many crazy people in Sunnydale right now. And yep. basically, Anya knows more about demons than Giles does. Well, that's what it comes down to. She's a thousand year old demon i'm not saying she's not but he seemed slightly offended that she said (laughs) that she knew more than him (laughs) yeah well yes anna does tend to offend people well she's not she's not good at the charming people yes but she just speaks truth and people don't like to hear it sometimes yep i will say though she um Managed to charm the pants off Xander, but by that I mean, though, he, I don't think he had much of a choice in when they first got into that relationship. <laughs> yeah, and charmed his pants off as in literally he took his pants off at some point. Yep. Yup. Yeah, so it, they turn around and start talking about the key because of course they do because it glory, that's what Glory is after. And so basically Buffy has no choice but to tell the Scoobies what's going on and the fact that Dawn is the key. Yeah, and that doesn't create an awkward situation at all. Oh, no. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it was then that they got all offended, or if it was the chanting of the knights of um, whatever. I Next. think it, it was a bit of a... Um, Mashup. Yeah, no, no, that is when they, um, yeah, they get a bit offended, they're hurt that it was kept from them. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but you guys do deserve to know. Yeah, but and they were offended that you're laying your lives on the line. Right, and they were offended that they hadn't been told from the get-go. And she was like, well, Don doesn't even know, so. Yeah. But yeah, so we get um, a little scene with the Knights of something or other. 
Byzantium. There you go. Um, they're chanting that the link is the key and the link must be severed. Yep. Chanting really helps bring a group together is what I'm told. I, I've heard that. We should try it in America. We should try some ritualistic chanting. We'll get right on that. We won't be accused of witchcraft. Do they still burn people at the stake in America? <laughs> I don't know these things. Um, not that I know of, but we might want to just keep it down on the down low. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't I don't know what's going over there on over there, so I don't want to risk it. There's a lot of weird things going on over here. Look, anyway, I don't want to be burned at the stake, and I don't want to be shot. Well, those are two good things to uh, try to not have happen to you. <laughs> anyway, um, so the minions of glory show up and try to kick the knight's asses, and that doesn't go too well. And so glory shows up, and she's like, "Never send a minion to do a god's job." Hmm. Nice sword, but it yeah. hurts. Yes, that was a very, that was a good line. Yep. Yeah, so she takes one of the knights hostage because that's fun. His name's Orlando. Really? As in Bloom? Yep. I wish it was Orlando Bloom. Mm, I never really got why people were so enamored with him. I don't so think he's that attractive. He he's a he's a very pretty man. Sure. Okay. Anyway, so um, we have Willow and Tara doing the magics outside of the magic box. Um, mm. They're putting up a, basically, it's a alarm system. Yep. If Glory sorts. comes, they're going to know about it. Yep. Um, Don wants to do some magics, but Tara and Willow won't have it because they don't think Joyce would appreciate it. Yep. They don't think she'll appreciate the youngest Summers playing with magics. Yeah. Um... They, uh, I think they say the dark arts, but yeah. Don't think yeah. it's really a dark arts spell, considering it's to help people. Yeah, well, you can make anything into dark arts if you really try hard enough. <laughs> so, um, we get quickly inside the magic box before Dawn comes in. Xander and Anya talking about the fact that um, she's new. Dawn is a new yeah. person. <laughs> I thought... I thought that was Willow's line where she is real, she's just kind of new. Oh, yeah, that's as Dawn was walking into the magic box. Because yeah. Tara was like, I can't believe it. Yeah. But, um, um, so, basically, Anya and Xander act super weird around Dawn. Because, of course, they do. They're so super weird. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is so awkward. <laughs> and yeah. I think Anya starts talking about sex or something. Oh, she usually does. It's usually how she goes about things. Um, uh, Buffy and Giles come out from the training room, and he's talking about stuff. I don't remember. She asks how Dawn's day at school was. She says there was a big square building full of boredom. She wants to know about homework, and basically she's just trying to act like everything's just fine. Yeah, and Giles very unsubtly hides a book. Yes, we do focus on the book a bit. Um, and Dawn, I can't tell if Dawn was just trying to be a brat or what, because she talks about how Glory didn't look that, you know, powerful or anything. Yeah, it's totally brattiness. Well, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I couldn't tell if she was just trying to be, a, like, a bitch about it, or if she was just being bratty. I couldn't tell. Anyway, um, so we do get Glory. Um, she's beaten up this you know, night that she took hostage, Orlando, yep. as, as I'm told. Um, and so she just is super creepy, 
and tries to make the whole her sucking his brain like into an intimate act and it creeped me out. Yeah. She's... I like Glory. She's a fun villain. I don't know what She it is. bugs she me. She bugs you. Everyone bugs you. Darla no. bugged you. Drusilla bugged you. Mm, at certain points. I'm more okay with at least Drusilla now. Yeah, you love Drusilla now. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what you thought about Adam. Adam? Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Cyborg guy, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, she makes it super creepy, and she goes, you might not have what I want, but you have what I need. So she sucks his brains. Yep. Yep. Yummy, yummy brain food. (laughs) Literally. Um, Yeah, and so we have them celebrating Buffy's birthday. Hooray, hooray. She's getting all kinds of presents. Anya wants the clothes. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I wish it was mine. Yeah, um, and Giles, and she goes, I'm sure all of you were thinking the same thing, and Giles goes, I'm fairly certain I wasn't. I have one just like it. Because <laughs> Giles is the best. Um, Dawn gives Buffy a frame that she covered in seashells of a picture that was taken when they went to visit their dad, except that it didn't actually happen, so it's fine. Yeah, but it's, but it did. But it didn't. But it did. It didn't happen. It's all an but illusion. Buffy remembers it. Sure, but the whole p- in the planting of the, the memories in the in the brain. It didn't actually happen. Anyway, um, so basically, Dawn wants to know why everyone keeps talking about her when she's not in the room. <laughs> yeah, she's noticed. Yeah, so she just blows up at everybody and says that she's going to go upstairs so she can't accidentally hear things. Yep. And Anya and was like, we were talking about sex. I don't know what you're what you're going on about. <laughs> yep. Only to come back later and overhear Buffy Giles and Joyce talking about her in the kitchen. You know, like you do. Um, so she sneaks out of her room and down the Oh after she throws a huge tantrum at everyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, then she sneaks out of her room. Yeah, and as she's climbing down the side of her house i said yeah, cue like, spike because spike has to be there <laughs> Spike's and, always around the house lately and there he was <laughs> and we hear that um he wasn't lurking he was just standing about apparently it's a different vibe yep it's totally not creepy if you're just standing around sure it's still creepy <laughs> he was still lurking spike yeah i don't know why does like don not realize that spike is in love with her sister like what's that whole thing i don't think anyone realizes which is the sad thing Hmm. so don and spike have a little back and forth which is fine and then they're gonna go be best friends and steal stuff together want to come steal some stuff yeah sure (laughs) sounds fun um so they break into the magic box because i love the whole thing spike's picking the lock and dawn's getting frustrated with him and she, he's like, I don't usually do this. I usually kick the door in. <laughs> we're trying to be respectful of other people's property while we're breaking in this time. Yeah. But I love her whole thing where she's like, I'm badder than you. And when he breaks in, he's like, who's bad now? <laughs> you're fighting with a 14-year-old, Spike. I'm th- you're pathetic at this point. Isn't it the cutest, though? 
I like that. I like them bickering. It's kind of adorable. Yeah. I, I, I like it. It's like the, um, I'm trying to think of what the exact kind of relationship thing would be. Like, not romantic whatsoever, but almost platonic? like. Yeah, it's platonic, but I mean, like, it's almost like, I don't want to think of him as a big brother. Maybe an older cousin. Yeah. Almost like that kind of the older cousin and the younger cousin and, mm-hmm. and the bickering and stuff. Because it's not really brother, sister even. But yeah. this whole thing with them is so like the older cousin, you know, the bad boy older cousin getting his younger cousin in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can live with that. <laughs> um, so Dawn is very good at finding things that she's not supposed to find. Mm, so like, she finds the book here. as as uh, Spike is stealing things. Yep. He thinks that um, s- stealing a book is weird. Except yeah, he's not. like after all the cool stuff. I love how he's like, hey, troll hammer. Yeah, and he can't even pick it up. <laughs> yeah, no. He's no. like, it's fine. I'll just leave this here. So he's smoking yep. and Don is sitting on the ground with uh, Giles's notebook, reading all these things about with glory. All these candles. Like, yeah. seriously, why didn't you bring a torch? Or, like, a... Turn on a light. A flashlight. Like, oh, you that's know a it's going to be... Sorry, oh. torch is a flashlight. Weird. In Australia. A torch is an open flame. I don't know what you guys it, are it doing is, over there. It, it is both. I, I get how it happened, so think about it. You used to carry a torch, being an open flame on a stick, to bring light. So now you carry a torch, which is a light in your hand. Sure. It is both. Sure. Welcome to the English language. I don't like it. Anyway, so she starts reading all the things about glory and about the key. And basically, it just straight out tells her that she's the key. Yeah, well, it's Giles's diary. Yeah. So, so at one point, yeah, she yeah. stops reading and Spike takes it from her and is like, they sent the key in human form to the Slayer as a sister. And he goes, so I guess that would be you, huh? <laughs> yeah, Damn. Uh, l- a little bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they call it a little bit or niblet. Yeah. Um, and so then we get uh, Buffy and Willow and Tara talking. And then Tara gets distracted because Dawn's standing there with a knife and she's bleeding. Because she yeah, cut herself. Like, and she's like, is this blood? Is it real? Yeah. So she's basically had a mental breakdown because she's a key. And she's yep, not she's real. A... Yep. Way to ruin Buffy's birthday, first of all. When like, is Buffy I under- had a nice birthday? Exactly. Like, I'm like, can we for once just let her have a, a normal birthday like every everybody yeah. else? There was, the, there was the time her boyfriend went evil on her birthday uh, there was the time she was, like, made to fight a vampire without her powers on her birthday. What, what was, was her birthday last year? year? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, what happened in season four? I don't remember. I remember season four, but I'm sure something terrible happened. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Angel probably came back or something. Who knows? But anyway. Know. Anyway. Every- so, yeah. yeah. So, um, Buffy can't have a nice birthday ever, is what we've come to the conclusion of. Everybody leaves. Yeah, everybody leaves, and Giles is like, maybe I should stay, and she goes, nah, we, we gotta handle this on our own. Yeah, this is Summer's business. Yeah, so Joyce and Buffy try to talk some sense into Dawn, and she's basically like, you guys can't 
you guys don't know even know who I am or where I'm from. And basically, he say they're she's saying that they can't really care about her. And I was like, just because you're made up doesn't mean they don't love you. Just because you're not real doesn't mean you're not real. Exactly. Um. So she asks how she found out, and she basically lets it slip that it's Spike's fault. And I'm like, oh, Spike's fault. She well, would have broken in anyway. Well, Don blames him, and so yep. Buffy is gonna go beat the piss out of Spike. Because that's what she always does when she's angry. Well, it actually is his it is partially his fault now. Yeah. But, so um, she goes in there. He's painting his nails. Yeah, he's got to get him nice and black. Yep. And basically, she goes to like she pulls the uh, top of the. It's not a casket. Uh. Um, Whatever. Yeah, I'm trying. She, she pulls the thing out from under him and then slams it so he's pinned. And basically starts yelling at him about why she, why he would let Dawn find out all this stuff. And he's like, it's not my fault. Yeah, no, no. She says find out that way. And he's like, well, maybe you should have told her, essentially. Yeah. Um, he's not wrong. Mm. But blaming Spike is easier than blaming herself. Yeah, is it? He has a line here, isn't it? Or it might have been a previous episode where he's like, "You something goes wrong and you come to um, beat up the spike." Essentially, yeah, pretty much. That's what she does. Yeah. Um, he called himself the big bad, and I don't think you can call yourself the big bad. That's not how it works. He's always called himself the big bad. Hmm. Still, don't think it actually makes you the big bad if you're the one calling yourself that. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the big bad was watching over her shoulder. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, Spike, but I think the current big bad might just be Glory. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking, but mm. so um, Don is taking this a lot harder than anyone could have anticipated. Can you bl- like imagine how traumatizing? Like no one can imagine how traumatizing that would be to right. find out you're not real. Right, but they but didn't you think you are. Yeah, well, they all planned on telling her eventually, so they didn't think she'd just, you know, find out, and so they didn't think she'd freak out so bad. <laughs> I'm not saying that they were rational thinking she wouldn't freak out, but I'm, think, I'm just saying. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, we get a shot of Ben feeding Jello to the mentally... Screwed the up psych guys. Ward patient. Those those people. And there was something about ants. Oh, because one of the um, Orlando night dude was there, yep. and he recognized the thing on his head, and yeah, that whole thing. Yep. 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 Um, Dawn. The thing is, the the she got rid of the Dawn Chronicles or whatever they were called. <laughs> Yeah, the the Don Meister Chronicles, which is later yeah. down in my notes. Um, I was asking if Ben was another hell god because he was acting all high and mighty to one of Glory's minions that came in. Mm. Yeah. So, who really knows? Um, well, they're related. They're brother and sister. So I'm not really... I guess he would have to be, right? Mm, maybe. Mm. Maybe not. 
Who knows? Well, all I know is that one time I said Ben and Glory were brother and sister, and you told me no, which is actually a lie. So. Would I lie to you? You have before. You You, you literally just did a couple episodes ago. Would I mislead you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. So, basically, Buffy ruins everything in saying that we don't, uh, Dawn's not even real, we don't even know her. (laughs) Yeah, which, taken out of context, sounds really, really bad. Yeah, but you shouldn't have said it, period. You shouldn't have, you, if you meant it in that that's how she's feeling, you should have said that first. (laughs) Yeah, but then again, like, even if she said, right now, Dawn is probably feeling, and then said that. Yeah, but. And Dawn only caught that bit. You should probably know better than to say anything like that while Dawn can hear you. She didn't know Dawn could hear them. Oh, Dawn hears everything. But no, she doesn't. That's her whole complaint. She knows and hears nothing. <sighs> Fine. So anyway, um, Dawn flips out and starts ripping out pages from her diary and burning them. Because that's a smart move. She's 14. Yeah, but burn like putting everything in a trash can and setting it on fire is a little much. I never set things on fire when I was a teenager. Didn't you? We all know Mel has. Like I never did it in my bedroom or anything, but Are you still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Sorry, I might have been Are we uh, unsynced now? No, 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 no. You're breaking up. So, yeah, I, I've never set fire to anything in my bedroom. It's basically what I'm bedroom. saying. Okay. Well, that's probably a good idea. Glad we sorted that out. <laughs> so, basically, Dawn splits fills, and then they can't find her. Yep. So, um, the Scoobies go to the magic box, and Spike being there is a bit out of place, but I guess it's fine. So well, it was his fault. That's true. So it's going to be uh, Anya's going to stay at the magic box in case Don yep. comes there. Giles and Xander, who I'm sure sh- I'm sure Giles was great about that pairing, are going to go search one side of the city. Don and Tara, uh, not Don, Willow and Tara are going to go another part, and then her and Spike are going to go be the best team ever. I I think Spike was very happy with that arrangement. It's the dream team, if you will. As in, he dreams about her. That's that's where that comes from. Anyway. Um, I wasn't really sure what age uh, Dawn was when they supposedly moved to Sunnydale, but I'm, see- I'm thinking, like, nine? Well, so we know that Buffy's just turned 20 and she's 14, so it's six years difference. Okay. Buffy was 15 when they went to Sunnydale, so yeah. Okay. I, I did it. Yeah. You did the math. Oh. Yeah, because so just um, so you know, I'm doing I'm doing the blanket over the head trick because I've realised there's a lot of noise outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm just throwing a blanket over my head, over my computer, over my microphone. Do I sound better, by the way, with that? Yeah. And Zara's just pushed herself straight underneath, curled up on a bit of blanket, and it's like looking at me like I sleep now. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Anyway, I sleep now. Um. Um. <sighs> Sorry, Buffy has a flashback of her pushing Dawn on the swings at some point. 
yeah, they look way too young to yeah. have been when they're actually in Sunnydale, so it's probably a flashback of, um, yeah, um, it's probably a flashback of just like a random swing set. Sorry, I was looking yeah. for words and words weren't coming. I understand. So we have Giles and Xander talking about the fact that Don has a crush on Xander and he thinks it's pretty cool that something so powerful likes him. <laughs> and he calls himself the Zan Man and then Giles just walks away from him. <laughs> it's the best. Um, and then we have Buffy and Spike talking and Spike is first of all mean to Buffy and then kind of breaks and comforts her. And tells her that it's not her fault, and he knows that she cares about Don, and Don will figure it out eventually. Yeah. Um, comforting mm-hmm. Spike is somewhat comforting. It's um, something I'm very into. Spike <laughs> comforting Buffy. Because I'm still holding out hope for the two of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so You're holding out a lot of hope. You've got such high expectations of Spike. I'm telling you. For whatever reason, I feel like he's going to get a soul. Just yes, saying. I've got that among my notes of your oh, grand yeah. predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get Dawn walking through the streets of Sunnydale and then eventually ending up at the hospital. Mm. It could be the best or the worst place for her to be. I guess we'll see. Yep. She, oh, because in the notes in Giles's uh, diary, <laughs> she finds a note that the only people that can see the key for what it is are those that are basically mentally unstable. Yep. And she remembers all of these quote-unquote crazy people like talking to her like she didn't exist. Or that they know what she really is. Yep. So yeah. So she goes into the um, psych ward and everyone keeps saying it's here. And she keeps asking people like what am I? What do you see? And she goes over to that Orlando guy, and he's basically like, we need to destroy you because it's the will of God. Cool. Yay. (laughs) Yep, and then Ben comes in and rescues Dawn, uh, makes her some hot chocolate to make her feel better, because that's what Dumbledore would do, and we all know that Dumbledore makes no wrong decisions. None Um, at all. Nope. The pedagogy at Hogwarts works. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, um, I don't like marshmallows in my hot chocolate either, so I'm with Dawn on this one. They're too much. I love them. Like, they're, they're way too much, but I kind of like that little bit of extra. Ugh. You're so extra, Mel. <laughs> um, and so basically she's ranting about how she has no sister and all this stuff, and he talks about how he has a sister that he wishes didn't exist, and she goes... No, you don't get it. I'm the one that doesn't exist. Dun, dun, dun. And basically, she tells him something about a key, and then he freaks the F out. And tells her to leave, because Glory will find out, and Glory will come here, and it's going to be all bad. So just get out. And she doesn't leave, because of course, why would she? And then... And then... I'm okay. Um, his face changes into glory, and I don't understand. Hmm. I don't think Dawn understood either. No, and it doesn't really get explained. Hmm. So, um, 
she goes and changes what i'm sure it's meaningless don't need to worry about that i think i need to worry about it i think it's something anyway um so she goes and changes clothes you know gets naked right in front of don which is awkward um so we go back to the scoobies and they're gonna go check the hospital which is a good plan yep and so Glory's basically like, you obviously know something and you were talking to my brother, so you need to tell me what you know, and I'm sure it's about the key, so we're going to go talk. Because Buffy has it, and you're her sister, so you obviously know where it is. Yep. And she offers her ice cream and puppy dogs. <laughs> I would I would give up the key for ice cream and puppy dogs. Oh yeah, dogs. I'd, be, I'd be all over it. I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> Except, you know, that'll be Dawn giving up herself. Right. Well. <laughs> so we don't really know what the key does exactly still. She is, Dawn is very smart in asking Glory because Glory is the only one that can really tell her what the key is. Exactly. And she's like sussing it all out. She's asking what it looks like, what it does. Yeah. Um, and still don't really understand it. Well, it's bright and shiny and glowy. Yeah, that does not help me. <laughs> um, so, basically, she goes, um, Well, I don't think you actually know where the key is, because your sister probably didn't tell you anything, and so now I'm going to suck out your brains. Yep, send a message to Buffy. Yep. Um, it got real close. They got real, real close. I was scared. Um, but the uh, Scoobies had heard someone talking about a security guard's neck being broken. Um, we did get shortly Glory breaking a guy's neck. So they figure yeah. somewhere around there is going to be Glory with Dawn. Yep. So, um... Well, at least Glory. As lo- Hey, if Glory doesn't have Dawn, that's fine. But if Dawn's with Glory, not so fine. Yeah. So, um, the Scoobies burst in, um, she, Buffy tells Glory that conversation's over, hell bitch. Pretty good. (laughs) Spike tried to help by holding Glory, he goes, she doesn't seem that tough, and then she, like, flips him over his back, or flips him over her back, and he's like, well, that didn't work out as well as I had hoped. And then she calls Spike Buffy's boyfriend. (gasps) Oh, and she got pissed. She got really offended. <laughs> Buffy ain't about that. No, and I bet Spike was like, well, damn. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, she throws this thing at Buffy and it, like, punctures her chest. Yeah. That was bad. It seemed fine by the end. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's just a scratch. Yeah. It's um, a mere flesh wound. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, and so then Dawn, not Dawn, sorry, I always, I'm always calling Willow Dawn for whatever reason. Willow. Yeah, that's a weird t- one, considering we've had Willow around for five seasons. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have Dawn embedded into my memories, too. Um, so <laughs> Willow. the whole time. <sighs> I told you that. Back at the start of season five, you're like, who's this? I'm like, she's been there the whole time. It's Buffy's sister. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Anyway, so Willow and Tara toss glitter onto um, Glory, and I was like, glitter? Really? 
But then they say some words and she vanishes. Yep. Um, Willow starts to no nosebleed like eh. <laughs> they're kind of they're not real precise on that. As long as she's not around, they don't really care where she goes. Yeah. But yeah, Willow starts to nosebleed. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, well, just like um, the character Eleven on Stranger Things, which I still haven't watched the second season of, by the way. You should do that. Do you know that they sell that as um, a DVD set at Target? Which is kind of weird. Stranger Things? Yeah, on DVD. There you go. Like, why? (laughs) Who doesn't have Netflix at this point? Anyway, I digress. Um, (laughs) We're not really sure where Glory ends up because she's like in the sky and then falls. And almost says a bad word. <laughs> um, so basically, um, Dawn's still a little reticent to accept that Buffy actually cares about her. But then Buffy's like, hey, we're both bleeding. I'm going to make a metaphor about how we both have the same blood in our, our veins. So we're sisters and it's fine. It doesn't it's matter where you came from or how you got here. You are my sister. It's very good. Aww. And... Um, then Don wants to know if Mom is mad about um, her setting fire to the house, almost. And she goes, "I think she, I think she'll she'll be fine." And then she asks if she could possibly get a raise in her allowance. And Buffy says, "I wouldn't try that if I were you." <laughs> yeah, that might be pushing it, Dawn. Yep. And that was it. It's a cutesy little ending. No. So hopefully Don can calm the f down now. <laughs> So we have two international titles. Woo-hoo. We have Blood Ties <laughs> and The Key. Um, Blood Ties French? Germans. Dang it. They both of them stole the English title. Both of them are lame. <laughs> you are unimpressed. I, I, cons- I consider myself disappointed. Not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, that's so much worse than mad. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> um, your rating for this episode? Um, it surprised me with how good it was, and it actually got an 8 from me. There you go, it got an 8 from me as well. Hooray. Hooray. Um, your favourite moment? Um... I like the Spike and Dawn hanging out. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Followed closely by the end scene where um, Buffy does her whole speech to Dawn about how they're sisters. But Dawn and Spike, pretty good. Yeah, Mm. she's getting better at monologuing. Um, Your character shout out. It's going to go to Dawn. Because dang it. Because, dang it, she's going through some things. Yeah. Like, she just found out she's a ball of cosmic energy, essentially. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Like, I'm sure that's fine. That's just part of puberty. You know, I felt like a ball of energy sometimes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so mine's going to dawn as well, because, yeah, it's a tough life being a teenage ball of energy. I'm saying. Uh, so our next episode is called Crush. I think Buffy's finally going to figure out that Spike's in love with her. And? Um, and, um, 
she's going to have to save him from some kind of demon. Um, a demon that can read the emotional state of people and like their emotional ties. And that's how Buffy finds out because because she goes to save Spike and the the demon thing is like, oh, so this is the person that you're in love with. I got it. <laughs> Ruins Why everything. Why would Buffy save Spike? Because she actually does care, even though she says she's annoyed with him all the time. Or maybe Dawn okay. wants her to save him. I don't know. <laughs> save my new BFF so we can break into more shops together. <laughs> well, no, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure she's not going to say that because we all know how that would end. <laughs> Let's be, let me be a delinquent with Spike. <laughs> Let's drugs. That's basically what it's going to turn into. <laughs> Let's drugs. <laughs> um, I actually had a question just while we we're going through this episode. What do you think is going to happen to Dawn in the long term? <sighs> well, she is there going to be a long term? Eventually, she's going to be caught and used as the key. I still don't know what that means. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything. I, I have no answers for you yet. You got no speculations, nothing? Well, we have, what, two and a half more seasons? Of so Buffy, yes. Yes. So I don't... I can't see Dawn sticking around until the end. But maybe at least through this season... Yeah, so we've got... Because we have to have a semi-major character die this season. Hmm. So just so you know, we've got eight episodes left. Yes, we have to have a semi-major character die soon. So you think it'll be Dawn? I don't want it to be. <laughs> You've grown attached. Well, yeah, she's she's Buffy's sister that I apparently didn't know about. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I don't want it to be Dawn, and I don't think it will be, but I don't know who I would think it would be. Okay. But someone's going to die this season. Yeah, that's my prediction. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> speaking <it>? about <laughs> Speaking about death and stuff, why don't we go see another vampire? I like that idea. Let's go to L.A. Can we go to L.A.? Like, seriously? I don't think so. Oh, okay. And now we're in gritty LA with our favorite vampire, or are you? you do you prefer Spike? Is he? Is Angel our favorite vampire? Um, collective favorite vampire, yes. But individually, I'm not sure. We all know that you like Darla for whatever reason. <laughs> um, Darla's not my favorite, though. I like her, but she's not my favorite. Who is your favorite, then? Is it Pen? It's probably Pen. <laughs> no. For no reason yeah. at all. Yeah, that would be, like, the most trolly move I could make. Um, I'm torn between Spike and Drew. Mm. So you ha have to choose one of the couple. Yeah. So, so maybe it is Spike. Maybe Spike is the favorite vampire and Angel's just left in the dust. <laughs> Poor Angel. Well, he's he's left in the grit of LA. Yep. Spike, Spike's so, in Sunny um, D with uh, Angel's old flame and Angel's in <laughs> gritty LA being alone and broody. With 
with Spike's ex-flame. Drew's not there anymore. Well, or is she? <laughs> but she's certainly not in these episodes. <laughs> Ooh, you're, you're ruined. No, what I'm saying is, she's not in the episodes. Well, yes, but that doesn't mean she's not there. How do you know? Just because Maybe she went not, back to Prague. Just because you can't see someone doesn't mean they're but not no, there. But no, what I mean is, she's not there in any episodes. Spike is hanging with Buffy. Spike helped look for Buffy's yeah, yeah. sister. Where's Drew? Tell me where Drew is. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> Why are you so mean? So, anyway, Drew's not there anymore. Um, are you just trying to avoid talking about this episode because it's terrible? Is that what you're doing? Maybe. I, uh, parts of it are terrible. I yeah. love the host. Um, th- some things made me uneasy about this episode. Hmm. Namely, the fact that he tried to um, uh, freeze them in the middle of sex. That made me feel Yep, weird. he wanted to be, them to be having sex in that moment forever. But, like, you wouldn't be aware. That's the thing. Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. what do you get out of it? You get nothing out of it. Like, cool, you're having, you're in that one mo- second, not even second, like that, you're frozen in that sexual position forever and you're not, not aware of it, I'm guessing. Yeah. Just feels weird. Anyway, so we got a. The first shot of this episode is Brooding Angel, which is always a good start to an episode. Broody, broody, broody. Yep, it's just him staring out a window. It's fine. Um, we have um, Cordelia and Wesley cleaning up their new uh, office. Yep. And believing they can do this whole, the whole With thing. With one desk. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna share um wesley says clientele weird what do you mean clientele is oh, what he said i didn't even notice it's very strange yeah that is weird well you you call flashlights torches over there so who no knows? that's definitely not a british thing calling it clientele and also you know the guy who plays wesley isn't actually british what he's are you telling me he's doing an accent are you telling me he's an actor <laughs> This isn't real life. But you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you do have British actors. Like, Giles is a British actor. Spike's an American. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm aware of the whole Spike thing. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. They're going to share a desk. All three of them, apparently. Um, Gunn was out doing some canvassing. He put some flyers out on cars. And he's so real um, about it. He's like, we've just annoyed everybody for about three blocks. Yeah. And he just goes, I'm so glad I met you guys. It's entertaining, really, because they couldn't figure out why the phone wasn't turned on. And then Wesley unplugged a, uh, the electricity. So it was a whole thing. Yep. Um, we get Angel trying to sleep, but somebody starts singing the national anthem. Yeah. Because of the good acoustics. Yep. The host does have those pipes, Oh, he is such a good singer. I was happy about it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Angel's basically like, what the hell are you doing here? He's annoyed because the host sent him on these fruitless ventures with the whole Darla thing and one other thing that I can't remember what it was. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So he's basically like, what are you doing here? And he was like... Tomorrow night, the world's going to end. Just thought you'd want to know. Just so casual. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the heads up, bro. Yep. Um, the host is annoyed that he wasn't offered um, coffee or pastries. Yeah, where's the service? I, 
I would be like, yeah, exactly. How dare you? Um, he's wondering why the other AI people were fired, especially Cordelia, because she's hacha hacha. <laughs> um, and so basically Angel's like, can you stop being weird and just tell me how the world's going to end? And he goes, it's a funny story. It usually is. Yep. Um, so there was this random everyday dude that came into the karaoke bar mm. and um, he, he was just like, I thought he was just going to get up there and sing and I would read his uh, future or soul or whatever and then he'd be on his way. But I literally passed out. Yep. Yeah. And not because he was fantastic, but because he was literally, he literally passed out. Yep. Um, so this guy was singing all by myself and apparently, as um, Angel Face is told, <laughs> the... No, he and no one else has any future past 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Dun, dun, dun. So the world's just going to end because of this random dude. Yep. And he goes, why are you, and Angel goes, why are you here telling me this? And he goes, because you're a champion and all the other champions I know are out of town or dead. Always (laughs) positive. So he wasn't the first choice, but he's the only choice that this host has. Yep. Um... And basically, he's just like, do you have anything else to do? He goes, are you trying to get any more lawyers killed or set girls on fire? Because if you don't, I kind of need your help. Oh, I was like, damn, he's just letting it be known. Yep. Um, so then we get these two people talking in the, in a lab. And basically, this girl's like, I know I'm a bitch, and I care zero about what you think about me. Dun-dun-dun. this guy was giving her a whole turn. Yep. And uh, this guy that sang at the karaoke place that has no future is a scientist that is trying to figure out how to time travel or stop time or something like that. Interesting. So he's a big old nerd. Yep. Yeah, so she, um, the girl that's a bitch, goes in there and is talking to him, because they're best friends, apparently. And, um, he starts saying all the science-y stuff, and has, like, math and stuff, and I don't understand any of it. Yep. That's why I hate science, because of the math. Yep. (laughs) Math Um, is, like, the worst thing. Yeah. And then this really, really pretty girl comes in, and she's dating this physicist. Which, okay. And apparently they're going to be celebrating their one-year anniversary next the next dun, day. Dun, dun. Since apparently their, the world is going to end on their anniversary. Seems like they would be the ones to be worried about. Yep. Um, I know... Okay, I know this is really, really, um being stereotypical and um, just, you know, judging. But I never understood why they always, in these TV shows, pair, pair a really hot girl with a really nerdy guy. Because it doesn't really happen. Oh, it happens sometimes. Mm, I've never seen it actually work out. Uh, there's loads of, like, famous hot... Well, sorry, not hot. Famous nerdy guys who have really hot wives. Maybe, may, maybe she felt sorry for him. <laughs> well, we find out that later that she has been staying with him longer than she probably intended. Yep. Anyway, so basically, I was like, are they usually this awkward around each other? 
because they seemed pretty yeah. that not really feeling each yeah, other. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was bad um, acting or part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, what Angel and the host have to do is go around to different karaoke bars and try to figure out who this dude is. Mm-hmm. So they visit apparently like 11 different karaoke bars. And they finally go into this one, and this guy is singing Green Sleeves, which is hilarious to me. Um, I love the host in this entire episode. It's just terrible that it has to be this episode. He's the best character in this entire episode. He's good times. No question who my shout-out's um, gonna be. <laughs> you stole it! Anyway, um, so he has the bartender sing a few lines of, so he's a jolly good fellow, so he can, like, read his mind and see if they're thinking about the same guy. Because they had asked if a random dude had come in and sang any, like, sappy, so- oh, woe is me songs. And, yeah. So they figure out who this this dude is probably part of the university there because that's where a lot of the clientele for this particular karaoke bar Can I say, though, that bartender who sang? Nice. <laughs> when he got into it. <laughs> he did. He was really putting himself out there. Yep. And, and the guy told him to keep writing his book. Mm-hmm. It was nice. That was a very nice moment. Love the host. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, basically, this physicist dude comes up with a theory to stop time. And he goes to um, try it out by dropping water droplets through this force field of something or other and doesn't work. So he's kind of bummed out. So I figured that he's going to figure it out and the world's not actually ending. He's just freezing time. Basically. Which would be the end of the world if you freeze time around the entire world. Well, well, yeah, but whatever. So, um, so he leaves the lab and then there's these random dudes that are like really pale that say that he doesn't know that he's got it, but he's going to be the one to something or other. I didn't write it down, but they go and change his uh, formula on the board. Basically, just give him the answer. That doesn't seem fair. I don't like when people cheat. And it seems like cheating. (laughs) Sorry, I've just got nothing really to say about this episode. I can just hum and acknowledge you. (laughs) Okay. Um... Uh, the AI is lighting a whole bunch of candles inside their office. Wes's his girlfriend stops by and she's super nice. Um, she asks if they're excited and she goes, you must be in a dry suicide. Oh, sorry, kind of so his girlfriend. I don't know why I wrote her off the other episode. She's the chick from when Wesley yeah. pretended to be Angel. Virginia. Yeah. Sorry, I wrote, last time, last time uh-huh. we saw her, I just like wrote her off and go, oh yeah, don't worry. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were like, oh, she's not going to be around for very long. I was no, like, no, oh, I said she was not. I said she's it. not around that much. Yeah. Anyway, I knew who she was. I didn't forget. I did. <laughs> oh, poor Mel. Anyway, so she's basically like, I have these super rich, famous people, or not famous, but the super rich people that will pay you a whole bunch of money to come figure out why someone in their family died. Yep. Because apparently there's been a quote-unquote demon lurking around. Yep. 
Because apparently they invented, like, chairs. I love that. It's like, I don't think they invented chairs. Yeah. So, physicist guy returns to his lab in the morning and finds this new formula written on the board. And so he tries it and it works. And it's time for yee-haw. So he yee-haws and starts running around trying to find his girlfriend. <sighs> um, we cut quickly to apparently the host is learning to drive for the first time in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Demons don't have the best driving skills. Remember when Anya drove in uh, Triangle? Yeah. I was like, why is everyone learning to drive for the first time in these two shows? Angel knows how to drive. Um, yeah, but, I mean, these demons yeah. or ex-demons yeah. are learning to drive for the first yeah. time. So, basic... Okay, so they, um, Angel and the host had gone to the library to check out um, yearbooks to try to find this dude, basically. Um, give me a second. So they, they figure out who he is and they're going to go visit him. But in the meantime, he, uh, physicist dude runs upon his girlfriend sitting with his buddy from the lab. And they're talking about the fact that his girlfriend's going to break up with him after she has sex with him one more time. Basically. And he's just an emotional vampire is what it comes down to. Yep. And, yeah, he has the worst timing ever to come and hear that. Yeah, and, but you probably shouldn't, like, if you've been feeling this for a while, why would you wait until the anniversary to decide this is when I'm going to break up with him? Yeah. Doesn't make sympathy sex a good idea. Well, she she was going to go and have sympathy sex with him and then break up. Yeah, it's just a bad idea all around. Um... So, basically, I'm like, he's going to do something terrible because of heartbreak. Because dudes are the worst. <laughs> um, Angel and the host are driving around trying to figure out what's going on here. Um, they have to fight the pale dudes for some reason. Um, but then they... Oh, yeah, they fight the pale dudes in the library. Yeah, I think it's something to like do with they want time to stop. Yes, they're into the whole thing. Um, and then they go to the lab, and someone has stolen all of uh, that guy's equipment. <gasps> Wonder who it could have been. Um, and the, the douchebag guy that had been talking to that girl when we first went into the lab is freaking out, and he doesn't understand why the host is there, and the host, uh, Angel's like, it's the new school mascot, and he goes, for the Buccaneers? And he goes, not your school. <laughs> It's pretty good. So basically, we figure out that this guy's gonna be boning his girlfriend and freeze time at that point because that seems like a good idea. Mm. And he kind of makes me think of the main guy character in the, the Netflix series You, which is about a stalker. Yeah, I've been saying it. And I want to watch that. <laughs> seems like a good premise. Um, and so basically, the host and Angel are in the car trying to drive to this guy's house. And they're basically fighting because they like to bicker. And he goes, something about Angel doesn't have a heart. And he goes, I don't have a pulse, so technically I don't have a heart. <laughs> okay, Angel. Way to be dramatic. So, um, I want to know if the host has a name or if it's just the host. Is it just the host? Mm-hmm. 
Um, he, I'm he's, sure. I'm sure he's. Like, you're a I'm sure his mother named him something. Not because she didn't name him the host. I don't think so. That would be a pretty shit anyway. mom. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Basically, he's like, "You're a champion. You need to start acting like it, because now you're just being a petulant child." Yeah. He's got a point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he tells him not to wear plaid. And that he should smile more. I hate when people say that to me, though. <laughs> you should smile more. Don't tell me what to do. I'll frown if I want to. <laughs> um, so they stop the car at some point, and then the pale dudes come out and try to fight them, and they eventually get the better of them. There's a low blow by the uh, host, which I think is kind of cool. Um, we have the odd couple getting together, and... Um, having dinner and then we have wesley during doing his best impersonation of um a guy from clue Hmm. basically he goes he's laying out all this different stuff and is like and we know that this this kid kevin wasn't out banging some girl because he's impotent okay (laughs) that's a little far (laughs) but okay and basically it turns out aunt helen did it in the library with magic yep I love that so much. That's what we come down to. It was so to. cute. It was like such a cute little <laughs> detective scene. Yeah, and then Gunn just goes, that was cool. <laughs> um, so then we get the, uh, we get more fighting with the pale guys in the, the alley. And then we get um, the girl just taking off her clothes to try to bang this dude, which is quite forward of her. But you do you, boo, I guess. Except that you knew you were going to break up with him at, oh, after this. <laughs> it was just super freaking creepy. Yep. The entire sex scene where he was going to pause them. <laughs> so he was just, like, in the middle of an orgasm? Because that was really terrible yeah, timing. Yeah, all right. If yeah, so. Was, yeah. Mm. You think you'd want to get through well, it? Well, I, oh, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on what you're into. Maybe you'd want to be frozen in the midst of the orgasm rather than when it's done. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. It depends, I guess. Anyway, so um, he does freeze time and then it goes outside of the bounds of where he was trying to freeze time at and then starts freezing everything else. But Angel is able to get to the power source and turns it off and yeah, just what we needed. Yep. Um, so basically... Uh, this, we do get a shot of this girl saying, we need to talk. And then it's Angel and the host and physics guy sitting at a table, kind of talking it out. And so Angel gives him some advice. I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was fine. Basically, you can't let... The you can't let love ending ruin your entire life and everybody else's. You just need to move on. Yeah. Um, but Angel being annoyed with the host is pretty good. But they're all gonna have beer because it solves everything. Um, we get uh AI and a bunch of friends celebrating in a you know 
a room with no lights that you can't call them. A uh, guy walks in and he's like, is this AI? And they're like, oh yeah, it is. Just sorry about this. It's a, it's a thing. And he goes, so which one of you is Angel? And they all just look at each other and Wesley goes, it's just a name. No. And I wanted to die. No. It was sad. But yeah, this episode was crap. Yeah. It was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. No. Like, it has, like, some little good things. Like, the well, the host is a pretty big good thing. He was great. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love uh, the what the rest of the AI team is doing. Their story's good. <laughs> but, yeah, this yeah. Yeah, just doesn't catch me at all. So our international titles are The End of Time and The Machine That Stops Time. Machine That Stops Time, is that German? That's the French. Dang it. <laughs> I'm really off on this whole thing. <laughs> uh, so but they're kind of giving it they're kind of giving it away. Yeah. The Machine That Stops Time. I wonder what that's about. Yep, maybe stopping time. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, rating? Four. I'm giving it a... It was bad. It is bad. I'm giving it a five, and two of those points are because of the host. One of those points is because of AI. So, technically, <laughs> it's like a two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is bad. Yep. Um... What do I ask next? <laughs> Is it favorite moment? Uh, favorite yeah, moment. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite moment was basically any time the host was on on the screen, but especially like the first scene where he's talking to Angel about how the world is ending. Yeah, I love the host, but I think my favorite moment has to be Wesley doing going all Clue. Yeah, <laughs> Aunt Helen in the library with magic. Yep. So there's no question. My cousin. Oh, sorry. I've played Clue with my cousins, and my cousin Adam is always Mrs. Peacock, <laughs> and he always says Mrs. Peacock, and he always has a the revolver like with his little piece, and always says he's gonna bludgeon someone with oh, it. Oh wow! Because my my cousin's weird. <laughs> In the best kind of way. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you? Gonna I say? was gonna say, there's no question who our character shout out is. The host. <laughs> Next. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, oh, don't do the next. Can't. So the next, the next episode is <laughs> the thin dead line. Um, I think we're gonna have Drusilla and Darla back in the picture, but I think they're gonna start going after cops. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, specifically Kate. Because I think they're trying to get back at Angel because Angel, like, set them on fire. Yep. And so they're going to try to... Because they know that he cares about Kate, even though, like, him and Kate are constantly at each other's throats about this, that, and the other. I think it's just because Kate wanna, wants to make out with Angel. <laughs> um, it's, it's not one of those things but... she bullies you because she likes you things. Yeah, pretty it's much. not. That's what it is. It's totally not. She, she wants to arrest you because she likes you. I want to be arrested because um, someone likes me. What? Wow. Anyway, um, 
so yeah, I think that Darla and Drew are going to start going after, um, after Kate and police. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Well, that wraps us up for another week. If people want to get in mm-hmm. contact with us, they should do so. We haven't. They should. <laughs> we have a website, mmpodcastnetwork.com. Email address, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. We have the Facebook, MM Podcast Network, and the Twitter, MMP Network. If you'd like to tweet me personally, I'm at Mel Bickett, B-I-C-K-E-T. Miss Marissa, where can people find you? People can find me at rissaru 312 If they want to hear me talk about Harry Potter, there's a podcast called Tales from Godric's Hollow. You should check that out. Um, and guys, rate and review us on iTunes if you would. We'd appreciate it. And aside from that, we will slay you later, guys.